Hey everyone, and welcome back to the Illumineers Quest podcast, where we talk everything Lorcana. I'm Zach. And I'm Jacob. And thanks for coming on this journey with us. Okay, well I have to say this because it's too funny not to, to start off here. We're filming this, or recording this, late at night on Saturday compared to when we normally do, kind of in the morning, and Jake is over here trying to wake himself up, slapping his face around to, to wake himself up, and thought it was hilarious and worth sharing, so... <laughs> Thank you for sharing. <laughs> No, so today's episode, we are going to kind of just do a chapter one review. You know, this is probably the last episode we do on chapter one stuff because next week is like get into chapter two. So like the full on chapter two preview, like, you know, getting ready for the release that weekend. And so, yeah, just going to kind of have a retrospective on chapter one. We got a couple really good questions from from a couple listeners. And so we want to cover all of that as well. Um, but yeah, this, we are just going to kind of, you know, not only do like podcast kind of retrospective, talk about, you know, the community, the league, a lot of that type of stuff as well. And then just a little bit of like super teaser preview for chapter two. I, I'm in. Let's right. do it. <laughs> okay. So we, as, as always at this point, you can find us at all of the normal locations, but we also have a TikTok now. You can find us on TikTok at Illumineers Quest. We're not doing dances though. No, we're doing, so far we've done some like quick 60 second card reviews on TikTok. Um, haven't been doing super well, so we're going to try you know, to expand out into new content on TikTok as well. But we have a TikTok at Illumineers Quest, YouTube Illumineers Quest, Twitter and email at Lorcanapod, and then email at Lorcanapod at gmail.com and shoot us any notes. If there's anything going into chapter two you'd like us to talk about, that now would be the time to, you know, to get that on the slate. So um, with, yeah, with that being said, Let's get into it here. So, you know, first off, like I said, we did have some questions and comments from listeners. So Adam on X slash Twitter asked if we could kind of dive into some of the terms. I think, you know, when we started off, we did a really good job on trying to make sure that we were defining all of the words that we were talking about. But Mm -hmm. obviously we've had a ton more, you know, listeners come on since then and a a bunch of new people and um, don't want to assume that everybody has that same level of knowledge. And so... A lot of it had to do around like deck terminology, so we're gonna dive into that. So let's we'll make it a little quiz too. I'll give you a give you a one that he asked about, and we can see if you know it or not. So okay. first one would be aggro. What is the what does aggro mean? Aggro is basically getting smaller cards out fast and questing before your opponent. It's basically just doing fast and aggressive that's correct but aggro is just short for, for aggressive, aggressive. yeah I so mean, a- aggro just means like a really fast paced tempo deck that you're playing to like really like jake said get out ahead and quest fast and try to beat your opponent to the finish line basically racing to the finish line i mean basically every not even just tcgs but every kind of game has an aggro yeah it just it basically just means get out fast before your opponent yeah 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 for sure um and then he didn't have this one on there but there's mid-range so, which is what I play, so I can probably define that a little go better for, for you. Um, so mid-range is like the kind of, it, you have a little bit of everything in your deck, and I'm, you know, for any experts that listen to this are probably going to shoot me for shoot me in the foot for the way I explain this, because I'm not even an expert, but basically it's you have a little bit of everything. The deck that I've been playing on Pixelborn for like six weeks now is very mid-rangey. So it has a few, a little bit of aggressiveness into it that you can get out and quest early, but then it has a lot of mid-range stuff with like, um, the like Rockstar Stitch, you know, to like take over the game and to shift on into like in the mid middle of the game, to like try to quest a lot and control the board at that point. 
Um, I think of mid-range before, like, be prepared, you know, so, like, turn seven or eight. Like, once you get past the seven or eight, like, ink count, then that's where it really gets into, like, the next or late stage of the game. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, mid-range is you have a lot to do. You try to get a lot of board control. You try to... Um, you know, manage the the ink and the the lore pretty aggressively, but also if it does get into those later stages, you still have cards in your deck that can help you deal with other late game decks as well. Yep. Um, then I guess we'll stick it with the deck terms here, and so this kind of goes back to you. So control deck. So control deck is what I personally play, um, and basically take a card for Elsa, exa- uh, Spirit of Winter, for example. Um, she's basically stopping her opponent from doing stuff, right? She freezes cards and exerts them and they can't do something next turn. That would be like basic control. Basically, you're controlling what your opponent is doing in favor of what you're doing. And, and, I, and I would also say is you're like controlling their ability to win the game mm-hmm. or to quest. And, you know, to very, in chapter two, and we can get into this, is very much going to change the way that you win the game. But in today's terms, it's very much controlling your opponent's ability to quest and so when i think of like control decks obviously the ruby amethyst that you play is the big one and the control cards in there are like aladdin heroic outlaw elsa spirit of winter which you mentioned maleficent dragonfire Dragonfire, be prepared a lot of the cards that take opponents off the board before they have a chance to do anything i would even put maui in there uh the rush reckless yeah maui he has the same kind of yeah he definitely can get opponents off guard i think of like big control cards though are cards that keep them from even being able to quest or do anything so the second they're played you have a card that can take it out or that can stop it like elsa doesn't take cards out but it disallows them from questing their next turn and so that's still a very much of you're controlling their ability to to quest or or challenge or anything at yes. that point. So, um, yeah. And then lastly is meta, which it's I th- I know the term of where this came from. At least in my world, I am a computer nerd, and metadata is basically just and just I'm boring you. I can see your eyes glazing no, over here. Metadata is data that tells you like what the data is. So like. The best way to explain that would be like column headings, you know, like in a spreadsheet where if you have like name and then you have a list of people's names or like first name and last name and then list of person's names, like those column headings that tell you what's in that field, like that's the metadata. And so meta is shortened and then, you know, and used in a lot of senses as well in gaming and other, you know, competitive environments like this. It's just basically says like, what is the best deck or information that you can pull together to like win the game and so in this case the metadata is like the deck building that you do to win so meta basically just means like what are the best slash strongest decks like when we use like the term meta deck we could basically just replace meta with best yeah i mean essentially or high tier top performing it it also has to do with how much it's getting played like that plays into some form to it um maybe you know maybe it's not the absolute best it's just not as out there or if it's play yeah i think played a ton is another good like side definition or secondary definition because i would say like the really aggro decks like your emerald amethyst or your emerald amber or even i think emerald sapphire now to a degree i think all of those aren't like the best decks Mm -hmm. out there but i think they're still played a ton and so they're very meta from that degree as well so yeah so that covers all of the i think the the comments on that that we wanted to cover so um, 
little bit longer on that section, but I think it was all very helpful, hopefully. So with that being said, card of the week, is it your turn or my turn? Honestly, we didn't even talk about this going into it, but... Um, you know what? Go for it. You'll finish the season off. Okay. Well, I, I feel like I, I, take, I take most of them, um, but we'll go with it anyways. So... You know, with that being said, I think just like really basically, and, and I'm going to kind of give you two reasons behind it, is the Maleficent 3 drop from Amethyst, the Maleficent Sorceress, who, you know, her ability on play is whenever you play this character, you get to draw a card, um, has been incredibly meta. This, yes. This, um, this split or this season, this chapter. I think if you're running Amethyst, chances are 95% that she's in your deck. Is that yep. fair to say? I don't. Yep. I haven't seen many, if any, Amethyst decks without her in it. Yeah, that's fair. Um, so she's extremely she's extremely strong. Three, two strength, two willpower. So she's not meant to quest, but with the friends on the other side, that also is draw two cards from Amethyst. She basically comes on the board, draws a card, next song, sings friends on the other side for two more cards. And so she's been like the most consistent card draw from chapter one. Yeah. On the flip side, now that we are in the cusp of chapter two and we have, I think, or we have over half the set that has been released at this mm-hmm. point, there are so many card draw options now. I'm... Yeah, I, I have to say, like, and we'll get into this a little bit, but overall, and I'll just say it with this, with card draw, like, I'm a little overwhelmed, like, with with how many decisions there are for your specific, like, if you're going for card draw, lots of options. If you're going, Which is good. If you're going for healing, lots of, op- yeah. Lots of options. Yeah, uh, I, I, I think that, again, so the reason I chose this one for today is because it was super meta chapter one. My expectation is that it's not for chapter two again noob here very not smart and the meta defining decks but i just i think they're like jake said i think there's so many options so i could i could see this still getting played because you hear them turn it to your hand then play it again that's a good point i i think you i think there are probably some but if you're if that's the strategy you're going to take, why not just play Merlin Goat or whichever Merlin card it is that has? Well, the... you could play it on top of that and draw two cards. Yeah, you could. I mean, and again, I think that I think there are options where it does get played. Um, I just I think it's not going to be like a be staple. It... Yeah. it's getting played every time because there are other really really good options now to play within the card draw realm. Definitely. Um, and just to clarify, Goat is the one that gains lore. Merlin Rabbit is the one where you draw a card when he enters and leaves. I'm play. sorry, we're gonna always like we've gotten those wrong a few times. We already. have to get those right. Yeah. Um, which one's Crab? Crab is the one. I just looked at that one too. He's the support one. Yes. Yes. Okay. Um. So yeah. So that that's kind of the the recap of the card for for Maleficent Sorceress. Um. With that said, we'll move on to the next segment here and get into what's on our mind le- league recap. And the news. Um, I mean, the news is straightforward. It's just coming strong and thick now with anywhere from two to six cards a day, it seems like, um, without getting into any specifics because we kind of talked about a ton of them last week and you know gave a big overview on Chapter 2 stuff. We finally got some Zootopia cards. Yes, we That did. was big. We finally got Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. I don't... The last time we talked, did we have Great Mouse Detective? 
I think so. no. I th- I think we had I think we had um, basil. I don't think we had anything besides basil though. Okay, I mean, I'll take maybe we don't. Maybe, maybe we did. But regardless, we have a ton of great mouse detective now. It's like one of the like it has a lot of. We cards. got fidget. We got a couple. We got a song. We got a Radigan. couple actions. We got Radigan, of course. So yeah, I mean, I think like the staples are all kind of there. The one we really haven't seen is. Zootopia, which we have, uh, I think one or two cards from Zootopia, Edge. but there's we ha- we did get Judy, yeah, yeah, so we got two cards from Zootopia, but no Nick s- Wild yet. Yeah, I was gonna say there's no Nick yet, and there's no Sloth, which I think would be a fan favorite for flash. sure. Get some flash, flash, love. flash, hundred yard dash. We gotta get that. Um, and none like whatsoever for Jungle Book. I mean, we have Ka with we the have hypnotize. hypnotize and Shere Khan. Yeah, and we have Shere but Khan, no which Baloo just came Mowgli. out. No Blue and Mowgli. or Bagheera or King Louie. Yeah. Lots of opportunities. Yeah, so I, there's still ton to, tons to come. Um, there's a, there's been Sisu now for Ryan the Last Dragon, which looks like a fantastic card. Legendary. Most of the legendaries have been released from Mufasa. the set now. Um, yeah, so I, I think that that's a lot of the news still. And if you're interested, the app, like we've talked about, has been more or less updated now. It has um, 88 cards from the set, and I think there's been like 100 that have been released. So the vast majority of them are... Or in the app, but also follow us on Twitter because you do some, yeah some sharing there. <laughs> I share everything. Yeah, we'll shamelessly plug the Twitter again. I if I'm not giving direct thoughts on it, I'm definitely sharing out other people's thoughts that I agree with. And so, um, yeah, Lorcanapod at Twitter. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, that, that kind of covers the, the the main stuff. I think you know that's this is kind of just a news episode. And so with yeah. that said, we can kind of just like get into it. Um, so. To kick it off, we just kind of want to like retrospect on like our journey as podcasters. You know, we started off, we know we've talked about this a little bit, but we started off, we've messed up a ton. We talked last time about our, you know, our takes on the podcast, Mm -hmm. but just like the, the background of it. We talked about messing up this episode. That was fun. We had to reshoot, re re record an episode. And that was, I think that probably happens to everybody new. I mean, I, I hope so. Make me feel better. Yeah, I, I know that there were there's a couple people on on YouTube and and X slash Twitter that I follow that said they lost one of their episodes, and so I felt it hit right at home with me mm-hmm. because of our loss on that one. Um, but yeah, I, I think we've got a really good rhythm down. I think we have a, a you know a a decent chunk of like episodes that we can do every chapter so that we can. You know, continue to release good content, and we're you know continuing to build the audience, and hopefully that they can continue to help us with episode ideas. Mm-hmm. You know, we, this episode there's a couple more questions from Adam on X that um, that we're gonna that we're gonna talk about later on here. So yeah, I, th- I think it's just been fantastic to see the behind the scenes rhythm that we've gotten in, and mm-hmm. getting all the content out, and all of the stuff saved to just like copy paste all of the descriptions and titles and you name it. I mean. All the background stuff is more or less on cruise control now. It's just getting time together to film every week. I mean, I think one of the most important things is that uh, luckily our knowledge has grown quite a bit, so we're able to share what I think are mostly good opinions yeah, on we're this definitely, podcast. Yeah, we're definitely learning, getting better opinions as well. The one thing I would say was definitely a miss this chapter, and it wasn't really our fault, is from a content perspective, the podcast was great, but you know, we wanted to talk a lot about like trying new decks and like trying different things out and how you know our experiences with those are doing and what new cards we were able to Mm -hmm. pull and everything 
just nobody's been and as we've you know i feel like a broken record on this but nobody's been able to find any product ever and so we haven't been able to do a lot of that just because we haven't been able to find any Mm -hmm. so yeah it is what it is on that like we we just we basically just be doing pixel born reports otherwise and we don't want to be doing that all the time yeah i mean pixel born is obviously a good tool especially if you can't get the cards or don't have the money to go buy a bunch and you know it can be a really fun way to get into the game but um obviously we're fans of the cards and the art and everything that goes along with it um the one i don't the one caveat i do want to say which i don't know if we've talked about or not is um you've opened three packs the last month at league i I think we've talked about this our league the way it works is you pay entry to get in to play but then you get a pack for it and so it's like basically just like you're buying a pack to play that week which we both love because Mm. you haven't been able to get any yeah yeah um one of the weeks you got two legendaries from said pack and, and then of, last week you got a, a and then one of and then last week you got a Maleficent. It was Bell, Monstrous Beast, Dragon. Maleficent were the three legendaries. Yeah, and just so we're on the same page, that is three legendaries and three packs for Jake this last month. I have kept track of my pack openings from the league. I've opened nineteen packs from going each week, and then six from the initial kickoff where we did like the you know random deck what you get from those six packs. I've not opened a legendary from any of those nineteen packs, so I'm, I'm sorry. Jake is the lucky one. <laughs> if you were wondering, I'm sorry. Uh, I mean, I, I do feel bad honestly because I got one that I'm looking for too. No, you, well, I'm, but I, I know I was a little annoyed at the time, but I genuinely am happy that you got that because I you can tell it. you were annoyed. You're like, no, I'm good, and I'm like, no, no, I, not. I was good. I just, I, because I didn't want you to think I was like mad at you, and I wasn't. I was happy that you got the card. I was, especially since it was one that you needed for your deck. Like that makes me super pumped because, again, I know how frustrating it can be to want to play something and not have all the cards you need. So, I think that was just another cool tidbit to to call out from some of that. But yeah, I, th- I think we've grown a lot. We definitely are not experts now when we started we said we were beginners i think going into chapter two we're going to be a good voice on if you have questions about decks or any thoughts on what might or might not work we can definitely give you a high level overview of why we think it may or may not and give us a little grace towards the beginning like let yeah. us let us feel it out well, a little no, bit no but you th- know? that's even the experts like i think even the experts it takes them a couple weeks like if you think back to when we started like there wasn't necessarily like any real powerful decks at all I mean, I think it took three or four weeks to really get in there. I think it'll be faster this time because there's already established, like, kind of, you know, decks and cards. But, um, yeah, I think it'll be quicker. But, obviously, things are going to change, and we have an idea of what's really powerful. Um, But that could obviously, you know, shift a little bit depending on the way that the new decks are built. But, um, yeah, so getting it, with that said, we'll kind of get into some of the, the like, the cards, the deck, this the whole set, the review, and, uh, again, so comments from Adam here on X, which were really good that we had kind of talked about a little bit anyways, but this first one was, we had not thought of, and it was a very fantastic question, so we thought to give it a little bit more time on here, which is, what cards to stock up on when prices drop? So... The cards have started shipping. Our local store hasn't gotten any yet, but I've seen tons of pictures from people tagging me on X and from other stuff on Facebook of local card shops getting them. So there's definitely more stock out there now, and prices, imagine, will start to drop. So what cards to buy when prices start to drop? What are your first thoughts? Um, I mean, 
my my automatic first thought would be Rapunzel. I think that is the obvious one. Um, she at the moment I believe is the most expensive uh, base card. Yeah, still the most expensive legendary. Um. So I I mean I, my mind immediately goes to that. Um, I I can speak from experience. Playing with a full four set of Elsa is one of the funnest things <laughs> in the game. Uh, so I I, I always recommend that. Um, obviously the legendaries, like if you're hunting for a specific one, those are, those are the ones that you're going to want to go for. Cusco is a big deal. Um, I believe there's, is there, is the Lilo, I think she was expensive. She's rare. She was like 20 bucks at one point. At she's, one point. Still, she's still pretty up there too. Um, I'm going to take a step back. I, I don't disagree with anything you said, but you know, those are very specific to some of the decks that we play and that, you know, some people may be playing something completely different like Sapphire with the Hades. We talked about this a little bit um, when we like recapped our tier lists of cards, and we've talked about it a few thing times in, in between, but the most powerful cards in the game are cards that have abilities that activate when you play, right? And so sure. if, you, if you think about what deck you want to play or what inks you want to focus on, Look at the cards that have really powerful abilities that activate on play. You know, we made the mistake with Gothel. I know we've talked about that a bunch, and mm. it's really funny to look back on that one, especially when your dad um, just showed us a deck that had Mother Gothel in it, and I was like, just take that out. Just do it. Just take it out. <laughs> Honestly, Jasper's a better play, but go ahead. <laughs> yeah, so any, I mean, so anyways, I, I think that if you can, you know, boil down to like what you want to play and then have actions slash abilities that activate on play like Maleficent Monsters Dragon, Elsa, Hades, um, Infernal Schemer that you know puts um, one of the your opponent's cards in the inkwell still banishes you know it's a little bit of a tick there but you're still banishing a card straight up. Um, I think Bell is is still pretty strong but it doesn't activate on ability or it doesn't activate on turn you know she still has the quest for her ability to like really take hold. Um, so yeah, anything... There's obviously a few exceptions, but for the most, most part... So, like, the expensive cards, so for all the legendaries, for sure. And then there's kind of two other categories, and then I'll let you kind of get really specific with ones that you like again. Anything with card draw, like mm -hmm. Rapunzel draws cards and heals, so that's a massive one, that's why she's so popular currently. Um, it, that activates on play, and she's card draw, which is massive. Same with, like, um, Surfer Stitch, he has card draw on play... Um, a little bit more of a qualifier there, having to have two cards on the board, but the fact that it's on play, you get to draw off of it. Those are both fantastic options because you're getting to card draw and keep your hand full. And then a little bit, not quite as important, but healing, I think, is this another one that could, you know, especially with the way that the, the game is kind of changing with this Chapter 2 yeah. stuff. Anything that has, like, just another secondary ability that can really move your, um, your, your board or your game forward. And those are kind of the three buckets I have is... You know, obviously, any abilities that are on play, uh, or any other abilities like Cusco and Ward that are always persistent on the board, uh, anything that can do card draw that's really powerful, and then anything that can you know heal or keep your board open and you know mo uh, moving forward is is kind of the the place that I'm in. But yeah, I mean, let's get back to some specifics. You know, we said we said Elsa, Rapunzel, Cusco. Um, I think Surfer Stitch, Hades, John Silver. I think all of those kind of cover like the legendary side of it. 
I mean, I would even throw in Brave Little Taylor in there. Yeah, I mean, um, I think he'll come to. He might even be sub ten. Like he, we're, we had, we just pulled it up. He's currently at fifteen dollars on TCG Player. He's been hovering around twenty, and he's already down to fifteen. He very well could be sub ten bucks. That sub ten bucks, Brave Little Taylor is a steal for sure. Yeah, I mean, for if you don't have any, you get a full set for forty. Yeah, it's a pretty good deal. Where a full, let's just say one. One Rapunzel's fifty bucks. Yeah, and you get a full playset for forty. Yeah, so I mean that 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 helps you out. And then aside from the legendaries, like looking at some of the other ones, it, again, I think that's really where it gets down to your play style and the decks that you're wanting to play. Yeah. But um, your Cusco's, your Lilos, are, are like Jake had already mentioned, are both good ones. Um, what what else comes to mind for you? I mean, I would just say like. I would say that there's there's got there's got to be cards that no matter what comes out in other chapters are still useful and the main card that I think is there's always things that can replace other things but main thing with me is be prepared. I be think prepared is a good one. I mean that that will never get old. There's nothing I mean unless there's a card that just banishes your opponent's board then that's too OP. But I would say be prepared would be one that I would definitely stock up on. Um, yeah, unless they came out with a, I don't know, another song that cost five and was inkable that did the exact same thing, which obviously they're not going to do. Be prepared will always be a staple. That's yeah, that's absolutely a good one. Um, I mean, there, and the reason I say that is because there's something that could do, you know, be cheaper but still kind of do Rapunzel's job down the road. There could be something that kind of does what else is supposed to do down the road. There could be something that does Maleficent's job down the road. We don't. There could be something that replaces those. Be prepared in my mind can't really be replaced. Yeah, that's a very good call. Um, you know, and then just when we like think about other good quality, like super rare slash rare cards, you have like Tinkerbell Giant Fairy. I think she's getting kind of nerfed this go around with a lot of the resist stuff. She is. So that's a little bit of a nerf, but she's still going to be really strong. Uh, Rockstar Stitch, that's still a really good one. Maui. Ariel is still going to be really strong with so you know there's more songs coming out so Ariel being able to sing is going to continue to be really powerful. Um, Let it go from Sapphire is another really strong song that's kind of in that same vein as Be Prepared. I mean, being able to banish cards is is going to continue to be really important. I would say if you're if you're going if you're going on this uh, you know Emerald Prince John discard draw card. Um, you know, maybe I, I wouldn't necessarily go for any crazy, um, like card draw from the chapter one. Um, I, I think I'd avoid most, but maybe go for more discard cards. Um, yeah, it really, it really depends on like, there's, there's a lot of things that I, I wouldn't get in chapter one because of what's coming in chapter two. Like that would make sense. Like whole new world. I don't know is as valuable as it is. Yeah, I mean, I think A Whole New World is always pretty situational because you could help your opponent out as you helped yourself out. But, um, yeah, I mean, that that kind of covers it because we're look- now we're looking at the rares and super rares. And after those lists of everything we kind of just said, you're getting into, like, $2 dollar mm-hmm. cards anyways. And so they might drop a little bit, but those are cheap enough now where you can really build out with what you wanted to currently before the prices dropped. And so, you know... Again, there's not a ton that are really f- keeping you or holding you back from being able to like complete your deck, and so it's really 
something that has an on playability that's really powerful or something that draws cards and those are always going to be really strong or has an ability like be prepared or heroic outlaw which i mean he's always been kind of cheap because he was in the the, he starter, was in the deck. starter deck that's also but you i mean you can like avoid those or i mean definitely i don't know what my point is but continue <laughs> no yeah, so that, that's kind of what you do. Just, you know, those are the big, again, the big themes. And obviously, I think it, a lot of it boils down to the way that you want to play or the decks that you want to build. But, um, yeah, and then so kind of getting into the that, like, the next step on, or the next, like, you know, little sidestep on what to buy. Um, not necessarily singles, but just in general, like, what products did you buy? And we have a very strong opinion on one of the product lines, if you will. Yeah, um, do you... No, go for it. The booster pack, booster pack box. What do you call them? Booster. What do you mean? Booster boxes. Like yeah. What, they have a specific name for them. Just oh oh you mean just like where you get the twenty four booster packs? Yes, I know. Like, I mean, we call them booster boxes from Pokemon. They're I think they're called booster displays, but yes, it doesn't yes. matter. Um, that's that's where we live, basically. Well, I was thinking something else actually. Oh. I was thinking trove. No, unfortunately, this is a negative. And so now you know what I'm going to say. Is if you truly are planning on playing these cards in a league or taking them to a game night, as mu- as cool as the sleeves are, don't buy the sleeves. Okay. I mean... I mean... I agree. I Having said that, I still play with the sleeves. <laughs> I, I bought... I think three packs of Mickey sleeves and I've replaced every single card I had in them. The, the matte finish on those sleeves just makes it extremely hard to shuffle and to like deal mm-hmm. and to like exert the cards on the table. And when you have, you know, the, the ink, like in your inkwell overlapped and you're trying to just exert like one of them, it just makes it really hard. And it's unfortunate because they're kind of pricey. Like you can get a hundred sleeves of just like normal, you know, pretty standard black or green or blue sleeves on Amazon for like a dollar fifty, and those are six, six bucks for sixty five, mm-hmm. and so it's just, I I unfortunately as much as I love them, those ones, until they change the quality of them, I just can't recommend. Yep, I mean, I I agree with basically everything you're saying. On a more positive note. I, I like the deck boxes a lot. The deck boxes are great. I think they're very simple, but they get the and job done. Not the ones that come in the, the, the trove. trove. No, not the, those. We're the, like, the $7 deck boxes or how much ever they are. Um, there's the Hook, the Mickey, and the Elsa. And the, the future ones are going to be Sisu. And Mulan? I think so. I know, And I know that there's a few you know different like art styles for like... I don't think there's a Winnie the Pooh one, but he's on some of the stuff. Um, but anyways, yeah, I mean, as far as the cards go specifically, so kind of getting back to the main, you know, the main point on like what cards to, stuff to buy, the only real options you have for chapter two are troves and booster displays or individual boosters. You can't go wrong with any of that. Like it's all just boosters at that point. I mean, also we don't know what's coming in the starter decks yet. We don't know what. That's true. We can't really um, talk about the starter. There could decks. be there could be some some you know staples that are you know there's gaston and tiana i think in the sapphire yes i believe i believe you're correct and then um i think merlin shapeshift is in one um so none of those like really hit me home like that they'll be great 
but we don't know what like rares they're gonna come with yeah. either. So yeah, the the the, de- the starter decks, especially if you're just getting into it, like we did when we started with Chapter One, get a starter deck. It's fantastic to play with, especially if you get two or three of them to play with your family or your friends. Like that's a great way to start. Um, but if you are you know at a league and you're trying to fill out your deck, definitely wait to see if the starter deck's worth it or not. Yeah, definitely. Um, one more like little product that. I can't speak of as much as you can. Playmat. I think they look great. Like the playmats are fantastic. If you can get your hands on a playmat, do it. I would say from like the non like card box products that add packs perspective, like just the accessory products, the playmats would be the best. I would say for sure, hands down. Um, I th- I believe the other one is the binder. Um, neither of us have those. One. Are fine. I mean, they're just really small. They don't hold a lot. They're of They're like cards, twenty so. bucks. Yeah. I mean. If that's if like if, if you want to have a really cool themed binder, then go for it. Yeah, but. it. But if you're doing it just to hold the cards, then you can definitely get cheaper binders that hold more cards. Mm-hmm. So, okay, I think that kind of covers that one. I mean, again, boosters, just get them. Like I imagine that the stock is going to be getting a lot better here in the next month or so. Yeah. But it doesn't matter if you're getting a, a single booster from a booster display. Or if you're getting a, a trove, or you're buying the whole booster display, just get it. Just get what you can. Doesn't really matter. Um, so yeah. So moving on to the the next quick like news slash topic here on the the league recap. So you know we've we've talked a few about this a little bit, but we've got one more week left, and league is over, and so we can kind of talk about it now. And there's a few different angles to talk on this one. So this is kind of going to be a few little things wrapped into one here, but. Um, league recap. What do you, what do you, you know, first time we played, kind of kicking it back to the very beginning here, first time we've ever done something like this. We've now gone through the full deal. Last month, we've both been involved a bunch. Um, so yeah, I mean, what are your thoughts? Have you liked it? Was it what you expected? Um, yeah, give us your initial thoughts on the league and how everything went. Um, I mean, and I, I just like to start off from here. I've ne- like never, me or you have never done anything. No, nothing like this. closely. Like, no, I, I would say, like, I, I mean, nowhere near. Like, I've never played a game with a complete stranger sitting across from me. <laughs> like, the closest thing I've done to that is play Fortnite with someone and teamed up with them. Like, that's the literally the closest thing I've done to that before I did this. I would probably say the same for me. Um, And, I, I mean, for the most part, we both loved it. I yeah, think. it's been great. Um, our, our specific community, and that's really all we can speak to, um, has been really welcoming and really, I mean, they've, they've been super welcoming and helping us learn the game and, um, specific, uh, someone really helped me and you understand the game kind of how we do today. Oh, it kicked off everything I know. Like I, I would still be like a four out of 10 probably. Yeah. yeah. I, I completely it. agree. Um, so yeah, I mean, I would, I would echo everything he said. I mean, I think it's been a ton of fun. It's been really great that everybody has been super kind and thoughtful and helping and, you know, building the, the player base here. Um, yeah, it's, it's been really, it's, it's been everything we hoped for, I guess is the best Mm -hmm. way to put it. Um, again, with everything positive, there's always a little bit of negative. And I would say the negative is unfortunately just the player count, Mm -hmm. you know, and, and I I would, I would love if other people that are listening could comment if they're going to leagues, what their like attendance looks like. You know, when we started, I think there was a total of probably 40 that had come to like the first month of games, you know, maybe not every week, the first month, but about that many that had either shown up for once or two of the weeks. 
on the second month, I think there was like 25. And on this month, there's been like 10. Mm-hmm. And so we have heard a ton of people saying it's just not fun without having the, the product available to like build the deck I want. Because there is, there is, you know, like me, me, me and you even and some other guys there have, you know, we, we bought a lot of products towards the beginning so our, our decks are a little bit more developed than a lot of other people, and so... We're, but even then, like, we don't have full decks. Like, I mean, you have pretty close, but I'm not even close to the deck that I want. That's true. And so I just have making do with what I have because I want to go and get the pack every week, yeah. essentially. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think that that's the biggest unfortunate side of it, and hopefully the Chapter 2 release reignites everybody's desire to play it and that there's more product available. And that with the reprints and the restocks that are coming, that you know, there's a plenty of chapter two to go around, and there's more chapter one that drop the prices for people to buy singles, and that makes it you know more available on shelves for people to get into it. So hopefully that takes care of a lot of those hesitations, and then it builds the the local communities back up because it unfortunately has been a little ghost towny the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks. True, um, but I can just speak with quality over quantity um it's been i mean everyone's been really great really nice yeah for sure um we've had really good matches uh really good games yeah yeah um i think i've won one every week i, th- I usually go one and one that's so usually it, same here so it's, um, it's it's relatively even you're towards the top i would say in our probably top five top four yeah i think i'm probably top four maybe even three or four which again this is attendance based for you know if for those who are playing in league or for those who aren't you get stickers for coming which are points essentially they just use the stickers to count how many points you have you get stickers for coming you get stickers for wearing disney merch you get stickers for playing certain like theme decks so i have a lot of them based on just my attendance and the what i'm playing and and i always wear my mickey sweater so which now we're getting points for what decks we bring and what characters are involved well they're doing that this time too yeah you just had to like tell them that you're playing something but anyway so yeah we so we're definitely going to do that going forward too on like making sure we're playing a theme deck to get the points for it but um the the other cool thing i would say that it happened over the past couple weeks that i've really enjoyed is what i think the community is calling street rat which is basically a commons uncommons only deck and so if you know you or your friends are looking to play but you don't have like the even style of cards or, you know, even like you have a bunch of legendaries and your friends don't just play a street ride deck. It's, it's not near as in depth of a strategy perspective, but it's still really fun. I mean, you still get to enjoy the game and get to play with your friends. So, I mean, it's still, I mean, it's still, it's as competitive, you know, like you're still, you're all going to be pretty much evenly matched. Um, so where it's more strategy based, not just, okay, I pulled the better card. I'm going to beat you. Yeah. Um, I would say it's it's still just as fun, for the most part. Yeah, I mean, especially if you're noobs like us. Like, if you're not going in there to be uber competitive, to try to win every match, to to drive everybody into the ground, and you know, be at the top of the league, then definitely a street rat would be the way to go. And if your local community slash gaming store hasn't considered that, then bring it up because that's how it became about from us. Is that the players? brought it up and said hey is this something we're all interested in doing because a lot of you know it was very divided at the beginning was you know half the people had really good decks and they weren't having fun because they were stomping on everybody and the other half of the 
people weren't having fun because they didn't have good decks and they were getting stomped. And mm-hmm. so we kind of evened it out. I think we've done that for the past like month now, and it's been it's been good to kind of switch up the pace. I mean, we've brought both decks and played both decks sometimes and had fun with it. So I mean, you're see, like if you just want to know what you're seeing a lot, you're seeing a lot of evasives, that kind of thing, more yeah. aggro style. Um, I would say like aggro is probably like the mo the more like competitive way. To yeah, you don't really have any control control cards like be prepared, or you don't have a ton of card draw. Mm-hmm. And if you do have card draw, you're usually slowing yourself down because your opponent's usually just playing evasive and questing. Yes. Um, and so it, like again, there's not a ton of strategy behind it, but it's still really fun because you're on even an even playing field. Yes. Yeah. Um, and so the next yeah the next notes that we have on here is kind of community review which we've kind of touched into that a lot. Um, I think the only, and I already said this even a little bit too, but I just want you to expand on it. I'm hoping that chapter two really brings back the community. Like those first couple weeks where there was like 15 or 20 people there was just so much more fun because there's more people to talk to, to strategize with, to you know, to get to meet and to know. Um, the last couple times it's been the same five or six people and we all know each other at this point. And so it'd be fun to get back into the, you know, learning and evolving. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 like you said, you use this word correctly, like ghost town. It it feels a little ghost towny. Um, especially the last thing night was Halloween. There was, um, (laughs) me, you, my brother, and uh, a new, a new player who played for the first time. We had never met before. Um, Still, still a good time. We still, you know, got packs and stuff. Um, you got Maleficent, so of course it was a good time. <laughs> hey, I enjoyed being there, you know. Um, but, you know, it just, overall it, it feels, and I think this has to do with people not, just not getting products and cards. Um, but it, it just feels like the excitement has been sucked out a little bit. Lo- lo- lost a little bit of hype Yeah. overall. And, I mean, just give you a little bit of insight into the podcast here. I mean... We were growing rapidly for the first like six to eight weeks of the podcast, and it's definitely kind of tapered off too. And so I think just like in general, the the you know people's interest in it is waning, and because I'm hoping it's just because they can't get product. But you know, again, we'll see when chapter two releases that hopefully that brings a lot of people back to it because the reviews of the game itself, like people that are playing, this is coming from people that haven't played before. People like us that haven't played before but are like really into it now, all the way up to people that have played Magic for ten to twenty years. Everybody loves the game and yeah. the mechanics and the cards and the art and the the inks and the you know like you name it. Like I've heard nothing but great positive mm-hmm. things about the game, and so it's not you know a lack of enjoyment of playing. That's hopeful, or that that's hopefully not what's turning people away. That's not what we're seeing at all. Not at all. So. Um. I, w- I would say that the number one thing that I could give to Robinsberger to um, advance on would be maybe their their media, like social media and stuff. I They're, think if they could activate that and be a little bit more active, I think would be maybe number one. Yeah, I think the past couple of weeks with all these card releases, they've definitely done more of that. And they've started to get into more of the lore behind the scenes um, with you know some of the like background story. But... They got to keep it going. I would love to maybe even get like maybe a behind the card, like an artist, maybe yeah. background, um, something like that, just designing the game. Yeah. Like something like that, just getting the media and maybe the behind the scenes people a little bit more credit. Yeah. Yeah, um, I, I agree too. Um, okay, so to wrap this up here, we've talked about this a little bit. 
Um, but just really quickly here, as we go into chapter two, like we said, this is the last we're going to really focus on chapter one. So mm-hmm. um, with that being said, we're shutting the draw on chapter one. So one thought, one comment, what are you most excited for for chapter two? You can be as specific as a single card. It can be as broad as new cards, new product, new ink, or new, not new ink, new um, stuff to, to, to get whatever, you name it. What's your, what's your, what are you most excited for? Overall, it's synergy decks. And cards, specific cards and decks that are all very working together. Very synergized. And now, to go even deeper, like, you can make a Great Mouse Detective deck. You can make a Sword in the Stone deck. Seven Dwarfs. Snow White and the Seven Dwarfs. That is probably my favorite part, is that... I, I like that a lot. I think that, I mean, we talked about that in our, you know, wishes and hopes for the, the future on, you know, theme decks slash movie decks. I think given where we are currently and that, like, I love that ability and I like that they've done that and that they started down that path. None of those properties, like, really are, like, in my, you know, like, pull my heartstrings. Sword in the Stone? Come on, man. I like, I'm not saying that I don't like them. I, I really, really like Sword in the Stone. I really, really like, um... The Great Mouse Detective, but I just like I you know I it, when again when I think about it I want like I don't know I mean Aladdin like I want and I know I, there's a ton of Aladdin cards but I want a ton of like Aladdin synergy which I don't even think you could do because there's not enough characters or Big Hero Six which we talked about a ton but I want something like that so what I'm gonna use as mine especially so I don't steal yours is the new ways that you can get lore you know and I've I've definitely tweeted about this but. The first chapter, it was pretty much you quest. Like, if you want lore, you quest with the, with the um, like, one-off of, like, Aladdin, and there's a couple other cards that kind of do that, too. But now you can, get, you can get lore from questing, you can get lore from challenging, you can get lore from items, you can get lore from actions. Returning cards to your hand. You can get lore from playing cards, you can get lore from returning cards to your hand, you can get lore from healing, you can get lore from... Like, basically any action that you have that you can do. So it just keeps everything on your toes and it really changes the dynamic of the game because it used to be, I need to have a character on the board and quest them to win the game. And now it's like, if you have an item on the board that, like the Sorcerer's Spellbook and you quest for one and the game's over. So I think that just the, the dynamics and the mechanics that they're bringing to the game, they're not really new mechanics, I guess, but new uses for each of those mechanics within the lore realm are going to completely change the way the game's played. I mean, there's there's a lot of, I think there's, like we were talking about, even with the Maleficent card in our card of the day, um, there's cards that I think are just going to be completely replaced. There's cards that are just going to, there's going to be completely new ways to play in the game. Yeah. And it's going to be on us to adapt to it. Um, as fast as we can. And on the flip side, if you feel like you're behind because you haven't been playing Chapter 1 or you haven't gotten your hands on stuff or you haven't gone to Chapter 1 League, the game is about to get flipped on its head and you are coming in at the perfect time. So Yeah, honestly, like I mean, I you're mis- missing out on just basically the beginning steps. Yeah. Um, like, But you're coming in at just the right time. I would say that this is going to be probably the craziest shift from chapter to chapter in how the meta is going to change and how much this like just difficulty overall it, it very well could because there we're never going to be at another point in time where there's so little cards like we're not you know we're doubling the card size yeah i don't think that'll happen again until the next 
where they wipe the slate clean and they start with a new like season. You know, they're called chapters now. Or you know, if they start with a new season where they retire all the current cards and start afresh, yeah, it won't be till then. So, um, yeah, I mean, I think that kind of covers it all. I mean, I'm just gonna say like overall, like chapter one was a great experience. Um, I would say my favorite time was was day one release. For sure. Um, not saying that any of our other times have been bad. We've had some great games, great times just hanging out, playing the game. Um, but multiplayer. Multiplayer, but nothing will ever match the excitement of opening the first pack. Sure won't. Um, pulling an enchanted day one, like there's, there's nothing that'll ever match that. Um, hopefully we can get a little bit of that back with chapter two release day. Um, but overall, chapter one has been an incredible experience. Yeah, I agree. I think the the only other thing that I want to shout out real quick, if you're still with us, we appreciate it. Um, there will be more card unboxings now. We are getting product. We have our orders in, so there will be more card unboxings. There will be pack battles. There will be, you know, booster display openings. You know, so again, make sure you're you're following us on YouTube, so that you can be you know with us for all the shenanigans and not just the episodes. But gonna <clears throat> gonna try to um like post some of our poll our best polls that we get on on x and twitter and i all, promise we'll do better so, the polling unboxing episodes yeah. this time i promise so, with that said you know again thanks for following us through chapter one and we'll continue on into chapter two and we will see you next week so right. as as always thanks see you guys bye